0: Now that we actually got it set up, oh, I, I feel like.
1: Nerves just hit it. Really? Yeah. The nerves, the nerves just hit.
0: Is it because there's someone else in the recording room? So it's like, it's not just you and I. It's nine. I'm
1: not just talking to you. Yeah, I'm t- I, have I have to, to talk, talk to those. you too.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also don't like the fact that I can look at myself in the mirror. Oh, I, I, you,
0: I can't even look that direction because I have this tendency to stare at myself in mirrors and try and see if he moves when I don't because it's just like I'm always afraid. Oh. Like, like, what if my reflections? What
1: is wrong with you? I don't know.
0: It's, I've always done it. I've always been like, I'm gonna catch you one day. One day I'm gonna catch you lacking. You uh, Always think
2: there's like a portal on the other side of the right? mirror,
0: right? Because like, why is it some mirrors you can touch your like reflection,
2: but other mirrors you can't? Actually, there's an explanation for that. Yeah. Please explain um, for that. If you're able to touch your reflection on a mirror, that means it's a it's a double sided mirror, which means they can see you on the other side. But if yep. you can't, it's a one sided. mirror.
1: It's a one sided mirror.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That yeah, is.
1: No, I do that. I, this is gonna sound strange, but I am. Clearly, a woman. Every time I go into the restroom, wait, I, wait,
2: wait, wait, back oh, up. Wait a minute! Hey, you're. I w- didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Women
1: in the podcast? podcast. What? Gross. No, but every time I go into the restroom, I touch the mirror to see if it's a two way mirror before I go to the restroom.
0: But, but like, yeah, it's a one way mirror. Don't okay, worry good. About good it. to know. Good to know. Um, but isn't it like there are stalls, right?
1: There's not always stalls sometimes it's just like you're in a gas station or something and there's like
0: oh yeah 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 a gas station one i wasn't room. thinking about that i was thinking about like a nice upscale bathroom where it's like there's stalls and stuff and like are there mirrors on the inside like how many mirrors do girls no. need in how the many bathroom? Mirrors?
1: but also like sometimes like when you're done like in the stall like you're trying to fix yourself you're trying to look presentable and make, like you're tucking in your shirt or you're fixing everything and like you don't want to be doing that like Somebody can see you on the other side of the mirror. Am I, mean, I, I the only know. person that does that? Who gets out of the stall to get ready? You guys can't answer. But I mean, so. no. I feel
0: like I'm ready. Like, because when I go in the stall, I'm ready, and then all I gotta do is just <laughs> pop out the Johnson, and then you know, i don't even hands free most days. Just hands. You, I don't you,
1: like where this conversation went.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you walk out, and then then I'm just as ready as I was before. And if I went hands free, then you can just leave. Like, you don't even hands walk. free. Hands free. You never been hands free.
2: Like when, like peeing. Yeah, peeing. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, you don't need your I hair. usually wash my hands though. I mean, am I is it I'm am I the only person? I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna just uh, head out.
0: I the only person that doesn't always wash their hands. Okay, maybe I phrased that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of gross,
2: Taylor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm done high-fiving you from from now until ever. <laughs> Uh Well, this is a media for the intellectually impoverished. I am Taylor.
1: I'm Randy. And
0: that is Chris.
2: Chris. Yes. You
1: didn't let him say his own name.
2: I'm sorry. I just (laughs) wanted to steamroll. No worry. I want an introduction. Yeah. Uh Okay. I get to hear Um, my name twice. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 My name is not Chris Chris though. It's Chris Lee. Yeah. Chris Lee. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine being called Chris Chris?
0: I wouldn't like that. That's, that sounds like a really bad rapper name. I
1: was to say something like a
2: rap name.
0: Yo, it's me, Chris Chris. So sounds nice like So you gotta rapper. say it
2: twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, his, that's
0: his tag. It's yeah. so nice you gotta say it twice. <laughs> it's like a
2: monotone rapper. Hey, yeah. Chris Chris. <laughs> I'm gonna rap. <laughs> a. B. <laughs> <laughs> Poverty.
1: All right. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so this is our first episode of Media for the Intellectually Impoverished with a
2: guest. Hi. That's our guest. I'm your guest. His name is Chris, or it's Taylor Wait. with a disguised voice.
0: That's true. I could be using a voice modulator, and you would never know the difference. That is true. Except that Randy's probably taken photos of all of us. I have.
1: So. Okay. I also took a video, and at the end of it, you looked right at the camera. I was like, no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't
0: it's mean okay. To do a no,
1: take. no. I should have warned you. I mean, it was not my part. You can just
0: no, it's fine. It uh, I just cut it out. Yeah. Yeah, we've decided that uh, we've hit a point in life where we can have guests. Moving on.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for me to leave. bye, no. yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <My> guest. That's <laughs> all
1: guests. we needed. Yeah, that's all we needed for
0: you. No, so this week we're talking about, let's have the guest introduce it. Do you know what we're talking about? We
1: need, hang on, he needs to introduce himself. Wait, he needs wait, to talk wait, about himself. But, uh, okay, fine, what did, cool. What, H- what's we- your name?
2: <laughs> it's, it's Chris. Okay, good to know, Chris. Chris, yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris. 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 <laughs> Special <laughs> guest, Chris, Chris. That should be in the blurb. Or something. <laughs> um, no. So, what what is it that you do? Like, you are a person that does things. I, I am. That is correct. <laughs> um, no, I'm. Uh, I run a YouTube channel called Topographical Gang where we post a ton of sketch comedy. So and that's been really fun. We're we actually just celebrated a two year anniversary.
0: Yeah, I know. I I'm, I've was I mean, I'm happy for you all vicariously. Yeah. But I'm also jealous because like two years of, of and you're finally like you're starting to get that success. And mm-hmm. it's looking good. And you guys are on an upward trend. And I'm just like, why can't we be two years
2: in and on an upward trend? Like why do we have to? Because, be- because we're wait two- six months in. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait two years, dude. It didn't take it. It took us like a year and a half to like even get any like more than four hundred subscribers. Yeah, so. but you
0: guys are doing hot. High- What's your subscriber count right now?
2: Eighty three hundred. That is Whoa. really good. Yes,
0: that's really good. So, so it's been fun. Um, you guys post bi monthly. Bi weekly. Bi weekly.
2: <laughs> bi monthly. What is it? Wait, I thought like bi weekly meant twice a, a week. week. Right? Um, no, I thought bi weekly meant every other week. Maybe it does. Hey, Siri, oh what does biweekly mean?
1: As an adjective, it means appearing or taking place every two weeks or yep. twice a week.
2: It means both. Yeah. It can don't be- don't oh, that, so it So bi-weekly. Yeah. Yeah, so we post twice a week. And, yeah. like and also every other week. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, we don't post twice a week. We post every other week. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There wait, you wait, wait. You've been in one. Yes, I yeah, was. You're in our most popular one.
0: Uh, and I can only attribute that to the fact that I was in it. No. Yeah. That's true <laughs> no. What about you, man? no You and I were, were in that one together mm-hmm. uh, It was so much fun I I was, a, I was still a young babe But when it came to jokey comedy stuff That is true You did um, a great
2: job We destroyed a TV together Yeah I got on fire Yeah um, For a half second You yeah. were grabbing fire Yep
0: yeah. So it's a uh, For those of you who haven't seen it uh, Which is probably almost all of you uh, <laughs> You can go watch it Topographical gang And it's called People just moving a TV Two guys
2: just moving a TV Yeah something yes. like that
0: Um, and it is me and him moving Mm -hmm. a TV and things go
2: south. Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, it's great. Go up the count of the video. Also subscribe to topographical gang. Yes, please. Okay, cool.
2: Uh, what was your rank in high school? My rank in high school? Yes. Just answer. Um, I was 20%, I guess. What was your number? What what number? I don't remember.
1: I was in the top 20. How many people were in your class? (laughs)
2: Like 1500. Oh my God. That's a lot of Which people. What's
1: 1,500 divided by
2: five? <laughs> uh, 300. 300. That's what I was going to say.
1: So you were in the top 300.
2: 300, yes. I know okay. a graduate of Great. honors. Great. Yeah. No so one cares. I know. No one cares. I'm about to say that. Like, why do you care about my rank in high school? Uh, I'm a junior
0: our, in Because on our very first episode, when we introduced ourselves, for some reason, we decided to talk about our rank in, rank high, in high school. school. Ah, uh, okay. We decided
2: that every person that comes on the podcast from now has on has to, to tell now us. tell their rank. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you do in high school? Um, I I studied, I played football, and I took one year of film school in high school, but it sucked, so. Great. Yeah. Moving on.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. <laughs> um,
0: no, okay, now, what are we talking about this week, Chris? We're talking about comedy. Yes, we are. Yeah. Comedy. We don't know how this is going to work, so bear with us. It's fine, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just here
2: to talk. It's like,
0: uh, yeah. So, do you... Want to try going first? Or do you want me to go first?
1: I honestly earlier today I was trying to figure out who's gonna go first because I can't remember who went first last time. I
0: can't either. Let's just um, whoever feels more confident talking in front of a third person. Me, it is. <laughs> um. <laughs> cool. I pull out my notes. So I'll be. It's talking not
1: like to... you guys have already steamrolled the conversation. I'll just let you guys keep going. Oh yeah, we'll
0: keep going. So I'll be talking about the game Portal Two. Fun. I
2: is... played that. Yes. Before. Have you beaten it? I have beaten it. You could do um, fair. I'm sorry. You could. I... I have played Portal Two and nice. I have beaten it, but it was like three years ago when I did that. Yeah,
0: same here. But it's a great game, and I went back and rewatched some clips of it. Um, and the comedy in it is stellar for like multiple reasons. I think the the biggest one being that the performances are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so let me give a brief synopsis for. Hang on, few. before
1: you do that, I think we need to go back to comedy. We need to. I I thought that we should explain comedy a couple of different types of comedy just to get everybody on the same page. And maybe you
0: should have gone first then. Maybe
1: I should have. Uh, <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's explain some comedy then.
1: Okay, I had, like, I actually looked up, like, definitions.
2: Oh, fun.
1: Do we want to, uh, because up, up, uh, here's, I like coming up with games. If you Perfect. haven't have noticed that, they're bad games. Uh They're guessing <laughs> games. So I could give you, like, a, a category of comedy and you can name uh, media that has let's that. Let's do it, let's that do it. Comedy. Fun. Okay, so I'm going to start you off easy. A rom-com.
2: What am I supposed to do? Answer with a movie. What's a
1: movie, a television show? Anything with a rom-com.
2: Hitch. Hitch. With Will Smith and Kevin James.
1: Ah, okay. You're right.
0: I've seen bits and pieces of that, and my parents are always like, it's the same thing with Saving Private Ryan. Whenever Hitch is on, my dad watches it and then asks everyone in the house, have you seen Hitch? And we're all
2: like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And he's
0: like, oh, great, let's watch Hitch. And then I don't watch it. Uh, great. And it's pretty everyone, funny.
1: Like, I mean, I've, no, I, I
0: definitely believe it. Will Smith is hilarious, but I just yeah. never got to, I just like perpetuating uh, violence in my own household. On. What's the next? So a rom,
1: <laughs> hang on, a rom-com is uh, a romantic comedy. It's usually driven by awkward tension between two uh, parties who are uh, attracted to one another. Um, or somebody pining over somebody else. So that's the, the definition.
0: Of a rom-com. Of a rom-com. Indeed.
1: Okay, sitcom.
0: Easy. Um, Big Bang Theory.
1: Easy. Or okay.
0: MASH. I wanted to say MASH. I know I like you Mash. did. Or Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody Hates You're Chris. You're coming know
1: with the <laughs> old references. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, a sitcom is a situational comedy centered around uh, the same characters throughout um, different episodes, and it usually revolves around crazy antics. Next yeah. one, sketch comedy.
2: <gasps> SNL. Oh, I thought we were gonna. Okay, one second. Say the <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, take All two. Right. Topographical, Topographical
2: game. <laughs> 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 there we go.
1: This perfect, is... perfect. Okay, sketch comedy. This is the definition that came up when I looked it up. So don't get mad at me if it's wrong. Um, jokes done in short stories or sketches, usually with different characters in each one.
2: Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah, that's about right.
1: Okay, a stand-up comedy.
0: Uh, John Mulaney is a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. as well as um, Brent Morin and other comedians.
1: So, it's usually one person who tells jokes or interesting events directly to an audience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that Perfect. all the comedies in the world?
1: Uh, no, there's many more. Do we want to keep going with this? How we many, speed how many do you have? I did a lot. Okay, I'll just run through the rest of them. I got farce, dry humor, satire, slapstick, and dark humor.
0: Ooh. Oh. Uh, let's do dark humor. I want to I explain dark humor.
1: Okay, dark humor. You want me to explain it? I want you to explain oh, it. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Dark humor makes light of taboo or serious topics.
2: Oh, so okay. like what we do in the shadows or yeah. Bernie or something Bernie. like that. Bernie. Have you heard of Bernie? I've never heard of Bernie. What's have you Bernie? heard of Bernie? I have not. Um, it's this movie with Jack Black where um, it's based in Texas. It's a true story. And, uh, yeah, it's based in Texas. about a guy who's a morticianer. But um, an old lady really likes Jack Black, who is the morticianer. And he's like, you're going to work for me now. You're going to take care of my old body. And then Jack Black is like, OK, I'll do it. Because he was a pushover. And like he let, he let anyone steamroll him. Um, I guess a spoiler, in the middle of the movie, Jack Black can't take it anymore. So he kills the old lady. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But um, the funny thing is, what the, Jack Black was so nice to everyone in the town. Whenever he goes to court, everyone wants him to be free. They were like Thank you for killing The old lady Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That sounds great I think the craziest thing Is like it's all based On a true story It's based on a, Oh it's based a on A true, true story, story. Yeah. You
0: forgot that I forgot fact forgot that No <laughs> because it's just so
2: absurd yeah. Oh wow like, They actually bring like Actual interviews They did with the people In town And it was like Good riddance She's dead I'm like oh snap
1: Cool Okay oh, great snap. Nice uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Ooh, It's a great movie I would recommend it um, What was it Bernie Bernie With Jack Black And Matthew McConaughey Matthew and Ooh, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And there's another person A big name But I forgot what her name was. Oh, it's it's the old lady. It's what? the old lady. Could anyway, uh, so
0: portal, <laughs> okay. portal Two is <laughs> Portal Two is a video game, uh, the sequel to Portal. Wow, chocker. Um,
1: well, really, in
0: which you, uh, the the main character named Share is. Uh, so basically, in Portal One, you are a you. You also play Share, and you're stuck in this facility that is obsessed with testing this portal gun, uh, and. Uh, you run through these tests and this robot guides you and you're basically trying to get free. Uh, Well, uh, in portal two, you find out that you, you know, you didn't end up getting free uh, and you wake up and all the other test subjects are dead. It's just you. And, um, after you had defeated GLaDOS, which is the, 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 the robot villain that was the antagonist of the first game, um, you find her again and you accidentally turn her back on. And then you, uh, are attempting to, you know, escape once again. Um, and then from this point on there's going to be some minor to major spoilers um it's not a very long game it's it's i think it's 10 bucks on steam right now so if you wanted you could go play it and then come back which i would recommend cuz it's hilarious and it's great but uh so there's this character played by Steven Merchant who's kind of like the 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 idiot the like, I don't know, the comedic stupid voil. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, his name is Wheatley. And so when you start the game, Wheatley was supposed to be taking care of all of the subjects, but he accidentally let them all die. And then he (laughs) finds you and he's like, oh, oh, hello, you're alive. Oh, great. Um, And where this game sort of really excels in comedy is its characters. Because every single character has a a very, very ripe and very um, interesting personality, except for the character you're playing. So your your character is a total foil. Says it literally nothing the entire game, and is the butt of half of, well, more than half of the jol- jokes. And so, um, but every other character, every other character in the game is a robot and uh, or like a pre-recorded voice um, mm. that you're listening to. But they all have such outstanding personality and, and hilarious uh, writing that it, it, it just that, that contrast is is such an interesting and hilarious way to go about it. Like, for instance, um, even the turrets, like, so they're one of the obstacles in the game is turrets that will shoot you. And they're these tiny little robots, they're like babies, um, and they just act like children and they scream all the time. And so <laughs> it's great. And so whenever, like, one gets shot or one gets destroyed, it just wails like a baby. Oh, no. And it's just, it's stuff like that. Um, Stephen Merchant's character is hilarious. Um, GLaDOS, the main antagonist, um, ends up becoming your sort of, like, Sarcastic sidekick about maybe 45 minutes into the not even at like right past the tutorial. Um, and she's a potato from then on. And uh, her mm-hmm. character is ridiculously dry and sarcastic and mean to you and makes fun of you. Um, and it works really, really well with this character that is just not responding to anything because she can just dole out all of the mean, like you're an idiot kind of stuff and to, to with with nothing against it, you know. And so, uh, I don't know where I was going with this.
1: I don't know where you're going with it either, (laughs) but I like where you're going. I like Portal too. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's Portal. That's the whole bit.
1: Um,
0: Yeah. So the devs really planned out a whole lot when it came to the comedy, Mm -hmm. because uh, every single sort of instance of you messing up or failing on each and every level. Has a line to make fun of you for it mm-hmm. So if you jump and you miss the jump initially They're like, huh, well I guess you couldn't jump high enough Could you? <laughs> um, or it's really dumb stuff Like the uh, Like the character Wheatley If you break all of his monitors He starts yelling at you for breaking all of his monitors uh-huh. um, Stuff like that And uh, the writing in it is, is impeccable Because it's so Self-aware at the, at the same time That it's not self-aware because all of the characters are, uh, for, for instance, there's one chapter. It's the chapter where um, Wheatley kills you, named, this is the part where he kills you. The first line is, this is the part where I kill you. And then you get a trophy saying, this is the part where he kills you. <laughs> uh, um, and then he tries to kill you. Um, no, wait, really? Yeah, he does. Yeah, this is the part where he kills you.
1: Why didn't they give us any warning?
0: I know, it's insane. <laughs> but the the entire game, I think, does a really good job of just It's very sketch-ish, you know, because yeah. it's so short And it's very quick-witted um, and awkward humor mm-hmm. Which is something that I enjoy so much uh, Yeah, awkward humor is great Awkward humor is the best yeah. Especially if, like, y- you are an awkward comedian And you can make someone have an awkward silence
2: Mm-hmm
0: like I've been talking about For Topographical Gang I've been wanting to write a sketch Which I haven't Because I'm so busy doing everything In the world That's not that um, mm-hmm. And where it's just two people Sitting in a car In an awkward silence For like five minutes And that's, mm-hmm. that's the bit That's the whole bit Oh snap Not
1: but, for five minutes Oh
0: that's, that's what's great Because what happens is It's, it's funny at first mm-hmm. And then it stops being funny For a little bit And mm-hmm. then At a point it long, gets funny and again At the point it gets funny again And then at that point It stops being funny And then I ended. <laughs> Because I don't want to end on a happy note. I want it to end on an
2: awkward note. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> you're so strange. I can see it work.
2: I can yeah. see it working. There's been a ton of movies I've seen with awkward energy mm-hmm. that has, like, it's worked. Like, it's, it's weird because usually awkwardness comes with silence. Like, what the heck is going on? Like, I'm really uncomfortable and that uncomfortableness. People like it for some strange reason. Because yes. I think it's not because it's... It's because it's not happening to them. That's why.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. um another piece of media that does awkward humor
2: really well is The Office. I was about to I bring say, that up. Are you about to, the Scots for Tots episode?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, see, but so you guys are thinking it's actually like funny. No, for me, I, because I, I forget what it's called, Secondhand Embarrassment. I think is mm-hmm. what it, I cannot watch those episodes because mm-hmm. it just, it hurts my soul. Yeah, too much. I couldn't
2: watch them either. Like, I remember like having to look away and I couldn't be like, oh my gosh, just like, I move on, please. Just please, just go to yeah. the next thing. for, for
0: for reference, uh, there's an episode of The Office named Scott's Tots. It's pretty late in the show. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we have to talk about this. Should we yeah. have to? No, okay. let's, we talk, let's talk. We about gotta. It. Um, and in the episode, basically, what had happened is the the boss, played by Steve Carell, uh, he tells had told a bunch of kindergartners that he would pay for their entire college careers <laughs> uh, if they graduated high school. And then it gets to that point, and <laughs> he doesn't have the money, and so he has to sit through this entire, like, presentation of thanking, them thanking him. thanking him, yeah. Yeah, and they've done all this stuff to thank him, only for him to be like, I can't pay for your college. <laughs> <And then laughs> Not
1: only... You both are laughing right now? Yeah. I know. It is not that, funny. That wasn't even
2: the worst part, though. Like, I can't play for your college, but I did get you all one thing, and he pulls out laptop batteries. Yeah. yeah. They're not
1: laptops. They're laptop, laptop batteries.
2: batteries. That is true. They're yeah. lithium. <laughs> he did end up paying for a kid's books at the yeah, end of the episode. Yeah, so at
0: though. the end of the, like, sort of the redeeming thing is he pays for one of the kid's books for every semester. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's so, yeah. so un. Unbearably awkward mm-hmm. because just seeing him sit there and he's like crying, yeah, because he's like, I can't do this, and, yeah. and they're like, Oh, it's okay, it's okay, you did this for them, and he's like,
1: You don't understand.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, that type of humor is something
2: that I definitely find
0: the most funny mm-hmm. out of all of the other types of humor. But that's just me because I'm an awkward piece mm-hmm. uh, piece of shit.
2: Have you seen the Art of Self Defense? No, you told me to watch that. Yes, that is full of it's action. Awkward humor; those are the two things. That sounds like the perfect movie. Yes, it's great. Um, the main character is Michael Sarah, the king of awkward comedy. Oh, nice! Mm, yes, and it's about a guy who who gets bullied on the street, and then so in order to like toughen himself up, he jo- he joins a karate dojo, and uh, <laughs> he's not really good at karate. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a twist. I'm not going to share it because I really want you to watch it. Okay, but like I recommend, if you watch it, I'll watch it with you again. I,
0: I will. Guess. I will do that. Okay. I really enjoyed it Randalloni
1: They're having a moment over there
0: Sorry It's uh, yeah. bro moment, uh-huh. bro moment. <laughs> It's a pro moment I'll recommend it for you too it'll, Okay, it'll, okay. It'll, it'll okay. A good But moment. you
1: didn't invite me to come watch it No yeah, you did <laughs>
0: You're just You're not As cool as I I'm sorry yeah. to bring it, break it to you But it's the it's the, the cold hard truth Is that I'm super cool And you're not cool And uh, he and I are both cool And you're not cool And I'm kicking you, you off the podcast So this is the episode
1: <laughs> Where Chris replaces Randy In the podcast <laughs> uh, I'll just head out then <laughs>
0: One of the things I really, really in- enjoy about Portal is um, it, it has, like I said, the, what?
1: I'm sorry, Chris. He just got real up close to your face.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. We're really close quarters for this recording session because we're in a different room than we usually record in. And but so, he like, was,
1: like, excited to do it. Like, he just had a big smile on his face. It's like...
2: time for Portal. Portal 2 is returned. <laughs> Tell me more, Taylor. Oh, oh, Portal, please. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, what I really enjoy is the the voice acting performances. Like above all else, that's mm-hmm. really what sets the bar because the game it, it's puzzles. They're confusing and they're good puzzles, and it's an interesting game. But what makes the game memorable is not the puzzles. It's the characters and yeah. and those portrayed. Like the character Cave Johnson, who is the <laughs> um, creator of the portal gun, and <laughs> realizes you realize halfway through the game that like he he has these pre recorded messages for people who are taking tests, and you find out that like. Basically, to make the portal gun, he's been going insane because of like the moon dust in the portal stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, at the very end, he has this huge rant about burning someone's house down with a with a lemons. Um,
2: uh, yeah. So you say they have really good voice acting. Yes. Could really, you really like good. do an imitation of it? There
1: we of go.
0: J.K. Simmons. Is yeah. Cave Johnson. Uh huh. Um. Oh, shoot, I have to remember the line. Now I'm on <laughs> the spot. Now I feel like I won't be able you to. You were do it. you
1: were spouting out lines earlier. Yeah.
2: Uh, You're, you are an improv. You could do this. Yeah, I can do it. Your scene suggestion is J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> <too>. Thank you. <laughs> That's
0: very specific. Um, when life gives you lemons, don't take the lemons. <laughs> uh, squirt them in life's face. <laughs> uh, you know who I am? I'm Cave Johnson. The guy who's gonna burn your house down <laughs> with the lemons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have my engineers bio engineer lemon that can burn your house down. <laughs>
2: That's great. That's the general vibe. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> we actually got J.K. Simmons in for that. Yeah, yeah, f- for, for that those part.
0: ten mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, I, that I wasn't Taylor. Yeah, it was actually Jake. I channeled J.K. Simmons in spirit. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, isn't that like a fun thing to think about? It's channeling someone's spirit who's still alive. Mm-hmm. Like where, what <laughs> happens to them? What? What they just slump over. <laughs> he's like in the middle of dinner and he's just like, oh, wow, this too
2: <sighs> He's filming an estate farm commercial or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> At State Farm, we can, we can... Oh, wait, I think it's Allstate. No, it's State Farm. It's State Farm? Yeah, uh, we insure it.
0: We cover everything because we cover a thing or two because we've, we've seen, seen a, a thing, thing or, two or two. And then, like, he passes <laughs> out. JK. JK
2: and <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, see what I mean? <laughs> I'm insured for that. Yeah. We've seen that
0: before.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, JK Simmons does a good job. Um, I wrote down all of the voice actors are the main ones uh so there's Steven Merchant who plays Wheatley who is the comedic foil and the comedic antagonist spoiler um for m- the majority of the game. GLaDOS is played by Alan McLean, uh who is the original antagonist and then, you know, reprises her role as your sarcastic sidekick. And then Cave Johnson is played by JK Simmons. Uh all three of those are really really well-known voices um and it is just it is a, so enjoyable to to just play it. Because I thought about of like you know there are games that are funny you know and they're there are games that have funny bits but there aren't very many games that are comedy centric mm-hmm. and i think that portal 2 definitely is uh one of the few games that you can say this is you can point to and be like this is a comedy game and yeah. this
2: is a game that you should play because it is funny i mean so. another comedy game is garfield's dog punter um it's on the garfield website <laughs> and i think that's pretty funny
0: you have well, to no, talk. please,
2: please, please go into detail. <laughs> yes. What, what, um, uh... So, you know, classic Garfield. Um, yeah. He kicks um, the other classic character, Odie. Odie? Yeah, you know Odie. I know Odie. Yeah. yeah you know, I know Odie. One yeah. of the recurring bits in the comics is that he likes to kick Odie off the table. So they made a flash game called Garfield Dog Punter, where you try to kick Odie as far as you can <laughs> off the table. And it was hilarious every time.
0: Yeah, what's what's your high score?
2: Um, I don't remember because I don't. Re- I don't think I've, I have played that since I was like fifteen. Well, are like,
0: you telling me you haven't gone back to check and see if Garfield <laughs> Dog Punter is still online?
2: Unfortunately, no. That was the last time I was happy.
1: <laughs> 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 Boom. Yeah. I was just talking. I'm sorry. Just a. To- Get off topic for a second, but I was talking to my boyfriend yesterday about the Scholastic Book Fair... And oh, I told fun. him, back in like eighth grade, and I was like, that was the last time I was happy. And he's like, that's really sad.
0: Uh, dude, the book fair, that is the best part of like of being in mm-hmm. school, is going to the Scholastic Book Fair and getting way too many books that
2: you will never read. Exa- oh, no. You never read. I read them all, like all the Diary from a Wimpy
1: Kid. Oh, Kids. Mr.
2: Smarty Pants <laughs> over here knows he how to read. You didn't read Diary from a Wimpy Kid or I, anything I like did that? for a while,
0: and then I hit like 13, and I was over all of the young adult like, uh, novels, and I was like, I'm going to read the cool novels, like, Hatchet which was a book that was in the young adult section of my library. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm 20 years old and I would still read those those books. Dare mm-hmm. begin? Yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Those are they're, they're it's like they're really relatable when you're a kid. Then you're a teenager mm-hmm. and you're like, "What is this?" And then you hit like 19, and you're like, "Well, these are so relatable." So great.
2: <laughs> Jeff Kenney's killing it. Mm-hmm. There was a while where like when I was like 10, when the books were like really popular and like mm-hmm. only the first couple that came out. My parents for every Christmas and my birthday, they would get me Diary of a Wimpy Kid books, and I always used to love them. But they're still coming out of them, and my parents were like still under the notion like when I was like 18, and they're like, "You still like those books?" So I still <laughs> so like I didn't actively ask for the books, but I would still get them like every single year. Would until... you still read them? I would read them. Oh, perfect. Yeah, definitely. How's, how's That's you... the only reason I read them, though, is because my parents would still give Aww. me the books. I was like, alright, cool. And then one year, I was like, would you rather get like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid book or like a gift card for Amazon? And I was like, ah, a gift card to gift Amazon. card? Come on. Yeah, I know. How's, but, how's like... Greg Heffley doing these days? Um, He's still in junior high. He actually has, he, <laughs> wow. actually, he actually like kind of broke the fourth wall in one book where, where the book starts off with like, I felt like I've been in middle school forever and i'm like oh snap oh mm-hmm. my goodness how
0: many books are there
1: now yeah, there's gotta be like, They're
2: still coming out of them
0: like and they've been coming out like at least once a year yeah. and I and say there's a, there's gotta 10? be at least there's 10. more than
2: that it's there's got to be like 15 yeah. i know
1: that i have like seven of the books um, yeah and that's same. when i last and hey, i stopped Siri. paying attention oh my
0: god how many books are in the diary of a wimpy kid series You suck. (laughs) (laughs) There's a list of books. Here we go. Uh, That's my face. I swear. Ah. Uh, One, two, three, there's fifteen. I was right. Uh. On the money. Yeah. On the money. Wait, has the
1: fifteenth one actually come out? Yes, it it came out in October 2020.
2: Okay. Yeah. One each year. So.
1: Fifteen. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about comedy. Wow, shocking.
0: Well, you're no talking way. about comedy and I'm talking about comedy? I know, that's what are you talking about?
2: Comedy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, if you're talking about comedy and I'm talking about comedy and she's talking about comedy. Who's driving the bus? driving the bus?
0: I love that bit. People hate that bit for some reason, but it's so good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you like turn around in your chair.
0: <laughs> she didn't want to cry into the microphone.
1: <laughs> it's not even the bus thing. That was really funny. It was the thing that you turned to Chris. It's so fast, you're like, Pete. <laughs>
0: Like I was angry with him
2: for coming to this. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It's a podcast of a guy who forgets he has a guest. (laughs) What the hell are you talking? (laughs) What are you doing here?
1: What are you doing in my
0: house? (laughs) (sighs) Oh boy.
1: Oh my god. Randy's crying. (laughs) Oh, you're actually
0: crying. This is the first time you've cried on the podcast. No, it is not. Uh, This is the second time she's cried on the podcast. Uh, I
1: don't remember the (laughs) first.
0: Oh man, that was
1: great. Okay, um, Calm. I don't know how to segue into this. Okay, but I'm just gonna say um, I'm gonna talk about JoJo Rabbit. Yes, what? I
2: love that movie. It is my 11th favorite movie.
0: Oh, my back just cracked way too many times for it to be safe. I might need to go to a chiropractor. <laughs>
1: So have you seen, you've seen Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? Yes, I Okay, perfect. So this Hey, is,
0: we've all seen it. That's the it's... first time no. that I think we've ever had where everyone here has seen the piece of media.
1: Well, usually it's just the two of us.
0: That's true. <laughs> um,
1: and that's really sad to think that we've never both seen I think a movie.
0: The, the, the only one I can remember is Swiss Army Man and Scott Pilgrim.
1: Oh, yeah. We both saw this. Book. So, we okay.
2: both so we'll leaders. have an interesting...
1: Mm-hmm. um. Actually discussion about this it won't just be me um talking
2: please do your introduction because I have so much to say about that
1: Okay, perfect. Um, usually I start off with a synopsis didn't write one of those because we had a lot of uh Issues before we Mm -hmm. got here and so I didn't have time to write a synopsis. (laughs) Okay Mm -hmm. It's about a small german boy who is uh, Fazer. Fazer.
2: <laughs> a small German Nazi boy.
1: Nazi boy, <laughs> boy right? Yes. I was going to say he was a Nazi fanatic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and he has Hitler as his imaginary friend, helping him through all of these different like life situations. Yes. And he discovers that there is a young Jew girl living in his house. Mm-hmm. And he must figure out who to be loyal to, or who to save, I guess is the best way to explain yeah. it. Oh yeah, so that's the my general synopsis of it. Time to
0: dive into that uh, media. Dive into the media. Name 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 this segment.
2: Um, the JoJo segment. Great, perfect. Is that a JoJo reference? That's (laughs) it. It is, in fact. But not the one you think.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we didn't get to talk about all of like the types of comedy that I wanted at the beginning. So I'll just briefly go over the ones that were important to my topic, um, which was satire. So satire is making fun of, um, where is it? I was reading the wrong thing. Uh, Satire is the use of humor, irony, or exaggeration to ridicule people's stupidity.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. That is definitely JoJo specifically. Rabbit.
1: So, can you guess what's going to happen in JoJo?
2: <laughs> uh, making fun of some stupid stuff. Maybe a guy in particular. Maybe one Wait, guy that yeah. happens to
0: be an imaginary friend with a terrible
1: mustache. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, they're definitely making fun of Hitler. Um, I also put you, and you can help, so we can have a discussion about this because I also put slapstick into. Um, the category, like, the, it's humor. Yeah. Specifically just because of the way that Hitler acts. He mm-hmm. acts, like, very extravagant. So slapstick comedy, it involves exaggerated physical activity um, and usually discussed as survivable pain.
2: Yes. that is, Yeah, there's definitely a ton of instances in that movie. Like, whenever the little kids are in a Nazi... German camp and teaching them how to like play, used their knives. Mm-hmm. And there's one point in the movie where a kid like throws it against a tree, but it bounces off and like stabs him <laughs> in the leg. <laughs> and then the main character gets blown up by a grenade. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. How and then he's like being wheeled into the hospital yeah, and he, exactly. he lifts up a bloody thumb. That was the funniest was so thing. Funny.
0: My favorite part is uh, near the end or near the middle of the movie when the all the Boy Scouts were drafted into the war. And then they've got these two like eight year olds with a bazooka. Yeah, it's so great.
1: I wrote that. I was like, kids should not be soldiers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Okay, continue.
1: I also classified it with dark humor. Yes, yes
0: I would agree um, because it's, I mean, it's about Nazis, which and is Hitler. And Hitler, which is, yeah. you know, dark.
1: See, I just wasn't sure because it wasn't specifically talking about the Holocaust.
0: That's mm. true. I mean, but I think, you know, what was our definition for it? It was just like joking about things. It's that making
1: are... light of a taboo or serious topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is, a, I feel like Nazis, uh, is a Nazis a serious topic? Yes, it's a serious yeah. topic. Yeah.
1: Definitely should not. I mean, I was gonna say shouldn't be joked about, but um, Taika Waititi does the, a, a he, great he job. He
2: <laughs> exclusively jokes about Nazis in this movie. What's crazy about this is um one take, Waititi was pitching the movie. Um, um, he he he. Usually, whenever you pitch a movie, you're like you give a log line and stuff. But whenever he went around pitching, he would be like a uh, Nazi German boy. Has an imaginary friend who's Hitler, and people would stop Taika Waititi. He's like, "No, we don't want any part of this." So instead, Taika Waititi, what he would do, he just wrote the entire script. And he's like, "Here, read it," and then we we're like, "Okay, the script is great, so we'll do we'll do that." Yeah, so that's it, awesome. Yeah, it was really hard to like pitch Nazi boy with imaginary. Oh yeah. no, I can well, imagine. Obviously. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like, I just wrote the entire thing, because so I knew it was going to be great. And then he gained it up, mm. and people were like, "Yeah, that could work. That's going to be great." Mm.
0: And he's not like, what else has Taika Waititi done?
2: Um, he's done Thor Ragnarok, he's done um Boy, he's done Hunt of the Wilder People, Eagle versus Shark, and um What We Do in the Shadows. I've seen everything that he's made. Eagle versus shark. Eagle versus shark. What is that one about? Um it's a coming of age story about two people who really like to dress up as animals, but one guy's a dick about it. And (laughs) yeah, it's his first movie, but um you can tell it's his first movie. (laughs) It does the charm. Like you can see Taika with TD like in like influences like okay that's a take with TD but he's still trying to like refine his skills and then mm-hmm. the very next movie he made was boy that movie is freaking amazing and I love it they're all comedies by the way but like is really cool. I recommend every single take of a TD movie.
1: Okay, since we're already talking about the director, I'll, I'll move on to um, things about him. So I'm sure you can discuss a lot about what his other movies are like. I've only seen Jojo Rabbit. But mm-hmm. from the from what I saw in Jojo Rabbit and from the little research that I did, he's really good at combining comedy and drama yes. and like sadness yes, perfect. into his films. Yes. Um, and you can see that throughout JoJo Rabbit mm-hmm. with um because the kid is very lonely and he's obviously a fanatic for the, the Nazi group because mm-hmm. he's so lonely. He wants to be a part of something. Yeah. And once he finds this Jewish girl he realizes that he can be friends with somebody who's mm-hmm. not a Nazi. Yeah. Um but he, he's he, he blends this comedic these these jokes in with this very like deep mm-hmm. underlying theme.
2: Definitely um yeah I guess to go on top of that Taika Waititi is a hilarious man but um what makes him a, like a really great director is his comment is his ability to like combine comedy and drama because usually whenever you like make someone laugh it's them being open with you it's like hey I want to forget about everything I want I want to just like I'm laughing at this joke that's all I'm thinking about right now and Taika like there's this point in the movie where like Taika Waititi has, like, a ton of jokes with, like, Jojo. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, going around, like, putting up signs. And he meets his little friend who's obviously really cute. And that's yes.
1: Awesome. And, like, that's all <laughs>
2: you're thinking about. Like, Jojo's having a great time. but then he goes to, like, like the camera, like, points out. And he goes to the shoes of the mother. So
1: yeah <laughs>
2: that part though the only reason that worked is because take it was able to take the comedy and open up your heart and you're mm-hmm. like I'm ready to take everything in because like I'm, I'm ready to laugh but then the thing that he puts in there is a couple jokes and then he puts in the shoes and then hit you that much harder just because you you were you were looking for a laugh and then because you gotta, you're open to it yeah. yeah you gotta punch to the heart instead mm-hmm. so I I, Taika Waititi is something like I want to like replicate as a director myself because like it's easy to be funny, it's easy to do drama separately, but to be able to combine the two, that's that's magic right there. Because if you're not funny, then the drama won't work. But if you're not dramatic enough, then the jokes won't work either. Yeah, yeah, a, it is a very thin tightrope to yeah. walk. Yeah, and like, Taika Waititi does a beautiful job doing it. I love that man.
1: And <laughs> I think it the fact that he can do both of them like uplifts both of them and that's something that I wrote because you have to have those lows so that yeah. you, the highs feel even higher. Mm-hmm. They feel great. Oh my
2: gosh, yeah. The end of the movie, mm-hmm. like whenever they start dancing at the end, yeah. like I always get like a warm feeling like everywhere and I start like trying yeah. to dance
1: with it them was, too. It was great. It's such
0: a pure moment. It, this is a spoiler. Um, the Nazis lost the World War Two. <laughs> no uh- <laughs> way! No freaking way! I thought we're still hiding
2: in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like we're hiding in a basement, <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, right now.
0: Um, but no, and then at the end of the film, uh, he, in the, in the, he ends up choosing the Jewish girl over, you know, the Nazis mm-hmm. uh, and they have this heartwarming moment where the the Jewish girl gets to step outside for the mm-hmm. first time in a very long time and the first thing they do together is dance. Yeah. The first and thing
1: she does is slap him. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that was then great. Then they dance.
1: Mm-hmm. That, oh my God, that was my favorite.
0: <laughs> um, but it's, it's, like you guys said, it's, it's because this movie had such deep lows mm-hmm. that such a simple moment can uh, you know evoke such emotion, and mm-hmm. that's you know there's something to be said about that that
2: ability and the ability to bring that out in people. The greatest thing about like the dancing the part was, um, his mother dies, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like the thing I was going to say, spoiler yeah, alert, we
1: didn't warn anybody about that, harder. but yeah.
2: But like, in, in the middle of the movie, they established that like, the mother really liked to dance with the father. So, and then they do that whole thing where like, she puts on like, the makeup on half the side to like, look like the father. father. And then <laughs> he's like, dance with me, Jojo. and That's a great mo- moment, but then she dies. But then you like, fast forward to like, the end of the movie, and it's like, Jojo found like another person to like to love and take care of. He yes. found a
1: reason to dance. Yeah, Because he found when a he reason to when do. he was with his mom, he was like, Oh, that's dumb. Dancing's yes. dumb. Mm-hmm. And then at the end when he finally like he finds somebody else that he can like he can love and he can spend his time with and someone mm-hmm. to take care of He's like, I found my reason yes. to dance.
2: And it ends right there. And that's, that's it, It's yeah. basically the whole part of, like, Jojo Rabbit that's like, making fun of Hitler and all that stuff is finding companionship, mm-hmm. finding, like, who is the person that you're going to dedicate, like, all your time and energy to. Mm-hmm. And it's magical whenever you find that person. In this case, it was a Jewish girl. And it's, the, like, the last person he would thought he would ever get together yeah. with. I don't think they're, like, a couple. They're more, like, a brother and sister type No, of that's of.
1: the thing, because he's like, uh, I love you. And yeah. he's like, but I, I know that you love me like a little brother, but yeah. I love you. <laughs> I was like, oh no. It's just stop talking stop yeah.
0: it <laughs> and that's such a, a sweet and delicate moment too like even that just be like i know that you love me like a brother mm-hmm. right but like i love you and cuz uh like that's such a, a raw emotion for 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 some people to be oh yeah you know no, it's so relatable mm-hmm. and it and it fits so well and
2: it yeah. you know it's it it's doesn't... so hard to express like true love to someone else that whenever you see it on a movie screen you can't help but like feel a little bit a part of yourself in that too. That's Mm -hmm. like, that's something everyone desires. Every basic human, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think that it does, there's a, there's a, a few, maybe I haven't seen enough movies, but there are a few movies and television shows that I think really explain like love. Well, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you see in like we're talking about comedy but I'm gonna go off on love for a little bit should yes, talked about this last off. week um, <laughs> but it, it's something where it's really hard to explain like I, I know that I've like questioned it and you see it in movies and television shows where people are like what is love like how do you define love and there's very few movies or pieces of media that I think do it well I think Jojo did it really well mm-hmm. about it's not just like this infatuation it's like that you genuinely care for this mm-hmm. person you genuinely like want this person to live and be happy and I also like the fact that they Incorporated, like you feel butterflies in your tummy, and then there's like an image of butterflies, like on top of his stomach. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I love that. The other thing that I thought, um, another show that I think explains it really well is um, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Either of you, like,
2: I seen? haven't seen it. Neither
0: no, have
1: I. Okay, well, uh, great. Um, <laughs> at <the> end,
0: <laughs> great. I'm going to talk about it, anyways. No,
1: I won't spoil it because it, it's it's a big spoiler. Wait, question: thing.
0: Does he does he meet the mother?
1: He, I mean, he does. Dang. It's, it's, <laughs> I can't believe that's what kept me engaged in that show, is because I had to know who the mother was. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, he's he's talking about what love is, and he goes on this whole mm-hmm. monologue about it, and I wish I could repeat it. I used to know it, but mm-hmm. he talks about how love doesn't make sense, because if it made sense, it wouldn't be love. That's true. And I, I love that so much.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyways. It's crazy. Before <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. Yeah. move on, have you ever seen the movie Her? i have not no. Um, if you want a m- movie that's all about like love
1: mm-hmm.
2: in a weird way, her with Joaquin Phoenix is a beautiful, beautiful movie. And you will, you will see the ending. It's the last shot of that movie, and you will just cry. And you want to hug everyone around you. Aww. Yes, it's amazing. I highly recommend it. It is weird, like it's a movie about a guy falling in love with like an AI robot. <laughs> And oh no Yeah Quaking Phoenix has the most interesting roles yeah. though I, I will say like There's some parts that are like uncomfortable to see But like it all like wraps up to the final shot And like what? There's two characters in the, in the final shot And they do something And you're like That's all it, <laughs> Silence <laughs> I was silenced I opened my mouth and <laughs>
1: For those who can't see Yes yeah,
2: so <laughs> It's amazing And I highly recommend that movie It's just beautiful too Like it's What's, uh, what's so our much. list right now? We've got her We've got Her. If you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, um, I recommended Bernie in the beginning. That was the one that you recommended. That was it. Bernie's a great movie, too. Okay. Okay.
1: Um,. Going off of going back to what we were talking about, comedy and drama, the other thing that I thought he did really well and the way that he blended these two things was his use of slow motion throughout Mm -hmm. the film. Oh, yeah. So at the beginning of the film, he uses slow motion when... um, Spoilers, I guess. I mean, you already gave away the biggest spoiler. (laughs) Um, But, like, uh, Jojo, he takes, like, a hand grenade and he's running off because he's going to, like... He's going to, like, do it and he's going to be the best. And Hitler is falling behind him and, like, doing this crazy, like, (laughs) dance in midair. And it's all slow motion. So you have that, like really high like comedic like it's it's perfect and blissful and everything and at the end of the movie you have where jojo's world is falling apart and Mm -hmm. that is also in slow motion yes oh
2: i didn't i never got that connection yeah yeah it's pretty dope
1: his use of slow motion in both like the happy and the Mm -hmm. sad
2: that is really interesting um because
0: like in but in both of those moments in real life sometimes life feels like it slows down yeah Yeah. and so that makes perfect sense to to put it that way
1: no Mm -hmm. definitely. His, uh, Taika Waititi's Subversion of Expectations, I think is what also like, I I think you had mentioned that earlier and I wanted to segue and then we got off topic. Um, But his Subversion of Expectations because when you go into the film, I went in completely blind. I knew it was a comedy, but I was like, how is this going to work? And so I was not expecting Hitler to be this flamboyant child. He's Uh, a
2: nice guy. (laughs)
1: That's what makes it so funny Mm -hmm. is that you would never imagine... Hitler yeah. in full, like, swimsuit get-up <laughs> under the water. Like, it's so
2: funny. He's played by Taika Waititi, yeah, too. Yeah. And that's great, yeah. And
1: he does a great job of playing yeah. him. You Doesn't... know, the
2: only reason he played it was because the studio wanted him to play it. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. It's great. And also, like, it was fun because um, there was, like, an interview with him. He's like, because um, he directed it, too. So mm-hmm. there was times where, like, he would, like, walk around in a Hitler costume <laughs> having to direct his actors. And then he was like, there was times where I forgot where, like, I was in a Hitler costume. <laughs> so, like, there was times where, like, I realized, like, oh, you don't have to listen to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doesn't he star in the other movie that he directed? Um Shadows We in the shadows? We
2: he he acts in his own in his own movies a lot. Oh okay. So okay. what, we do, in the shadows, what he, we do in the shadows, he's the main character in that. And Thor Ragnarok, he's Korg. You know, have he's you he's Korg? Yeah, he's Korg. Oh, hey, that's why Korg is hey, so good. Korg. I've
1: never seen a Thor. My Ragnarok.
2: name's Korg. Yeah. Uh, I made of Brooks. <laughs> I made pamphlets, but it wasn't <laughs> enough pamphlets, to go around, so we're going to start a revolution. <laughs> Something like that. That's such a
0: good bit that yeah. there's not enough pamphlets to give to people <laughs> to start a revolution. <laughs> It's like we could have started it, but we weren't enough pamphlets to go around. Yeah, so. I
2: love—I just love the New, Eng- the New England, the New England, the not New England, New Zealand accent. Yeah, too. That's where he's from? In the in the movie Boy, um, I highly recommend it. But like, there's this one phrase that he says. He just calls people eggs. It's yeah. like you egg. You know, I started calling everyone eggs. It's like, "Hey, you egg! Stop doing that. That's going to get mad." <laughs>
0: yeah. What, you egg?
2: (laughs) Shakespeare.
1: Shakespeare. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that I want to talk about this, we were talking about this earlier with awkward comedy, and Mm. I feel like. He does it as well, but not to the same extent. Where it's not like awkward silences, mm-hmm. but there's awkward situations. Like I thought that the moment that you had said earlier, where the mom is like dancing with herself as mm-hmm. the dad, that's very awkward. Like to watch your parent. Like imagine Jojo's. Like it's very awkward to watch your parents like dancing. Like I oh, don't yeah. see that. Like that's weird, and then they, like, invite him, like, come dance with me, and you're like, that's just embarrassing. Yeah. You don't you, want to do that. Because like, you're looking
2: through the eyes of JoJo. Of JoJo, and yeah. And, like, whenever you see your parents dance and they're inviting you to dance, like, oh, no, I, wanna, no, 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 I, I don't want do to dance for my mom. Yeah. Now I'm my mom.
1: But there's and they they call awareness to the awkwardness, which mm-hmm. I think I mean I like that I, I like that way more than I like the awkward silence. I found myself laughing a lot more out loud with Jojo Rabbit than mm-hmm. I ever did with like The Office. Yeah, I would I forget the name that one of our professors came up with for what what you call breathing out of your nose when you laugh. Like he came up with a word for it. Um, brafter.
0: I, I, brafter. brafter. <laughs> I, uh, I'm coining that new term, brafter. brafter. brafter.
1: <laughs> Um, but I I laughed out loud in the library watching Jojo Rabbit and people would just kind of look over at me like don't, don't look at me
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't look at me but some of
1: my favorite parts were like he's so the the, the Jewish girl who's hiding in his house like uh, she tells him that I have like a fiance Nathan and he starts writing letters as Nathan mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie she's like Nathan died a year ago and he's like well okay then <laughs> <laughs> like they just like. I don't know. I love that. I think yeah. that's so funny.
2: It's it's all great. It's all charming. I love
1: it. Um, the other thing is that mm-hmm. you're, and something that Taika Waititi does really well is that you're not laughing at the characters. You're laughing with the characters. I'll say this with an exception. You are definitely laughing at Hitler. Yes. You are not laughing with Hitler. You are definitely mm-hmm. laughing <laughs> at him. Um, but when it comes to like what the mom does, what Jojo does, what some of the other characters do, you're definitely laughing with them. Cause they know what, I feel like on some like level, they know what they're doing mm-hmm. is awkward. Like Jojo calling attention to me like, Oh, well, this is awkward that he's been dead for a year and you didn't tell me like yeah. he's, they're calling awareness to it. And so they're aware of it. And it's, it, it's really inviting for the audience to be like, Oh, I'm cause it's, it's difficult when you feel like you're laughing at someone. And that's why slapstick is so funny because it's. Survivable pain, you're not laughing at someone who's actually in pain, and so for this, it's funny because you're watching somebody who is aware of like the ridiculousness that's Mm -hmm. going on.
0: Let's let's move on to recommendations, okay? Move on. Uh, so this is the good part. This is the part where we have movies where we recommend and things that we recommend that are uh, akin to the basically that fit into this category, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um (laughs)
2: I'll, He's I'll,
1: listened to the podcast, he knows.
2: I have. I listened to the first four episodes. Dude,
1: four <gasps> episodes?
0: Yeah. That's farther than most people get. Oh, well, there we
2: go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they
0: know. They're listening to it. Actually, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listened to it while I was at work. Um Yeah, so I'll go first. Uh a game that I think really also fits into the comedy is uh, Borderlands 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's just, it's such, it's more slapstick, I would say. Uh, and it's just absurd comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is Borderlands 2, it, I don't even know how to describe the plot. Mm-hmm. You're a guy um, called a vault dweller base. No, that's, that's Fallout. Um, <laughs> it, it basically, it's, a, it's just a dungeoning shooter type game um it's meant to be played with friends and the characters are just outrageous and the story is just outrageous and i have no way to describe it other than just go play it it's typically not super expensive on steam um but what makes it so funny is how absurd it is and just the crazy things like there's this gun in the game that uh is called the bang and every time you shoot it it goes bang 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 <laughs> and that's the sound <laughs> it makes when it shoots that's funny. um there's another sniper rifle that every time you get a good shot, it insults you. It says actually, I corrected that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character in the game called Shooty Make Shoot Face, whose sole purpose is to be shot in the face until killed.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> there's an
0: entire so quest de- devoted to shooting Shooty Make Shoot Face. Um, just stuff like that. It's just so absurd, so out there. Like everyone says really crazy things all mm-hmm. the time, and it's just it's just like off the wall, uh, and it's. Enjoyable. It's gameplay is smooth. It's clean. It's polished, and you yeah. know, it's just a fun time. I say get it, but it's fun to play alone. But it's more fun to play with friends. Every game is more fun to play with friends. Cool. I guess So yeah, Borderlands Two. Go for it, someone. Uh, 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 I'm looking back and forth. I don't know who to give <laughs> to pass the microphone
1: okay. to. Let's have
2: Chris. You go. Chris go. Okay. Cool. Um, you I'll recommend can... a game. It's yeah, called Yeah, I recommend a game. It's called the Stanley Parable. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I have.
1: I've watched somebody play it. That's really yeah, funny. Yeah, I watched someone
2: play it. I think I watched Markiplier play it or something like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, then, someone more popular than them. I was like <laughs> no. 18 when <whenever> I it <laughs> But like I, I actually recently replayed it again and I find it really funny. It's like um you're you're a guy named Stanley, and like you wake up and the narrator tells you like you're at you're at work, and then all of a sudden there's like two doors, and the narrators like, then Stanley went on the door on the left, but then it like you could choose to go into door to okay. right, so it's basically like a narrator battle, and it's so funny and like clever. All the writing is great, and apparently, they are going to come out with an update soon. So. Oh, that's awesome! That's I cool. Love, yeah. I love
0: when games get an update like a uh, like way too long after they've been out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been out for like
2: since 2015. Mm-hmm. So yeah, seven years later, well, six years later, yeah, they're finally <laughs> coming out. Yeah, so Stanley Parable, it's a great game. I recommend that. All um, right, Randalloni. Cool.
1: Okay, I'm going to recommend a TV show, which nobody's ever going to actually watch because TV shows are too long. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you're looking for a new TV show, you should watch New Girl. Have either of you watched New Girl? Nope. I'm glad I didn't talk about it then because you didn't know anything about it. Yes. (laughs) Um, So it's about this new girl. Uh, (gasps) Oh gosh, what? (laughs) It's about this girl, Jessica Day, and she's just been dumped by her boyfriend and she moves Mm -hmm. in with these three guys in a loft apartment in, I want to say Los Angeles. It's not New York, in Los Angeles. And you can imagine the kind of hijinks they get up to with a female living with three boys. Uh, one of the guys, his name is Nick. He is uh, an old man in a 30-year-old body, and he's just like a his bartender. He wanted to be a lawyer, but he's a bartender. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one guy who's like a, a freaking OCD douchebag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's his personality.
1: I mean, basically... And he, he's my, Schmidt. He's my funny. He's the he's my favorite character because he's just so outrageous with what he says. And then the last one is Winston, and he is a ex basketball player trying to find his new career.
0: <laughs> that's his personality.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the personalities. Nah, no, I'm okay with that.
0: Where does the comedy come in? Like, what's the, what kind of comedy do you think it is?
2: Sitcom. Sit-com.
1: Situational comedy. Mm-hmm. That's what that stands for? Sitcom stands Wait, for I didn't situational know that. I, I didn't know that either. Sitcom stands S- for situational comedy. Dang, my That's,
2: whole world has been. <laughs> I can learn something new every day.
1: Each episode revolves around a new situation. A new situation. What? No
2: way. That's crazy.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. All right, Chris. Where can we find you on social medias if you want to say?
2: Um, follow us on Topographical King on YouTube. Um, just look up topographical gang. And then mm-hmm. on Instagram, it's also topographical gang. And on Twitter, it's also topographical gang. Wow, you made it really consolidated. Just yeah. like yeah.
0: us. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah,
2: we're, we're the same everywhere. Um, if you find me on my personal, it's really easy to. I guess you can follow me, but I don't care about that. All right. <laughs> and yeah, that's basically it. Okay.
0: Cool. Well, this has been uh, Media for the Intellectually Impoverished. Thanks for joining us on this intellectual
2: journey. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Do you have like a, a goodbye song? We yeah, goodbye. we do. We I mean we don't sing it. It's like...
0: <laughs> Media for the intellectually impoverished is produced by Trey Taylor Smith and Miranda Randy Zapes.
1: Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MFTII Podcast. Or email us at mftiipodcasts at gmail.com.
0: That's MFT Two Eyes Podcast. Thanks for listening.